Hey guys, we are back at Wifely Wisdom. How are you guys? It's been a while, right? I have so much to tell you. Um, But for now, I did have a question. Why do you want to be rich? That is such a loaded question, right? Like, why do you want to be rich? I know it seems like, okay, what does it have to do with wifely wisdom? What does it have to do with being a wife? But if, you, if you're new to me, you know, new to this podcast, you know, this is about wifely wisdom. This is about being a wife. But although we are wives, we are also human beings. And there's some things we have to go through. Why do you want to be rich? What, what exactly is the driving force of you being rich? Um, one day I was just, um, I don't know, I was just pondering on some things. And I started thinking of two people um, in particular, um, somebody, I, I thought about the director of, um, the passion of the Christ. I won't say his name, but, and I also thought about a, um, real estate investor and, um, I don't know. I was just thinking about their story and I was super impressed and I thought about it and I was like, wow, they are, you know, they really, their, their story is so, it's, it's just so impactful. It's beautiful. But it made me think like, why do, like, why do people want to be rich? Right. And when I ask this question, I'm specifically asking believers, you know, I'm, I'm asking, um, born again believers, why do you want to be rich? Okay. Um, the reason why I ask this is because, and I just, you know, I want to just go to, um, you know, first Corinthians six, 19, 20, right. And it says, or do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you, whom you have from God and you are not your own for you were bought at a price. Therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. I say that to say, make sure, right. That the reason you want to be, the reason you want to be wealthy, the reason you want to be rich is to glorify God. Right. Um, that is just it's just such a powerful it's important. OK, the you want to make sure that the reason the bottom line is for the kingdom of God, not for your own sake, not to to stunt on anybody. You know what I'm saying? Not even to um, prove your spouse wrong. It can get petty like that. Right. But you want to make sure that the reason you want to be rich truly is to glorify God. When we were bought, right, we were, when we were bought at a price by the precious blood of Jesus Christ, our lives are no longer our own. That does not mean we are going to be poor. I do not, mm -mm, I don't receive poor. No, no. Right. What I'm saying is poor. The the Bible talks well of poor, but if we're not called, if you're not called to be poor, there's no need to be right. And I definitely don't embrace poverty because we understand that is a spirit. But what I am saying is you have to check your heart. Why do you want to be poor? I mean, why, excuse me. uh, Why do you want to be rich? Why do you want to be rich? Right. And so I just wanted to um, I, I wanted to talk about as, as kingdom citizens, we have an advantage. We have a supernatural advantage, right? And I really wanted to, to really base this particular um, message off of the book of Esther. And if you don't know Esther, I would encourage you to read it. It's not a long book in the Bible at all. Um, but basically Esther, you know, people know Esther and I, and I'm going to do another, um, 
podcast about episode about Esther. But for now, for the sake of this particular message, I just want to go to Esther um, just for two verses in particular. I see of Esther 2.15, where Esther received, she obtained favor in the sight of all who saw her. So Esther obtained favor in the sight of all who saw her, right? So when you have favor, you know, my pastor always says favor can buy favor, you know, when you have, is one thing to have wealth and riches is another thing to have favor, right? When you have wealth, you know, you buy yourself a car. When you have favor, someone just decides to bless you with a car. You know what I'm saying? So favor is a very powerful thing. And the Bible consistently tells us that we need favor both with God and with man, right? But Esther, she just came into this thing with favor, okay? She didn't, I don't ever remember reading that she prayed for favor. She, God gave her favor. She was chosen out of all the virgins, right? To be the queen of right? To be the queen to King Ahasuerus, I believe, right? She was the one that was chosen. She received favor when they were going through the beautification process. She received favor with those in charge. They told her what to say, what to do. They gave her the instructions. She had so much favor. She had so much favor, right? But we have to ask the question, why did she have favor? You know, a lot of times we get so wrapped up in the, the idea of the, 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 because she was the one that was chosen and Vashti was overthrown. But the question is, why? Why? Because her life was not her own. So why did her father in heaven bless her with a favor? Bless her with such favor and influence and affluence. Why did the, the Lord bless her with such beauty? Why was she blessed with these things? When we pray for things, we got to get out. I, I want you to really seek the Lord on why you are praying for this. You understand? Why did the Lord bless her? Remember, she was beautiful. She was beautiful. Why did the Lord hide her? You know what I'm saying? Remember, they did not know she was a Jew. So why was she hidden? Why? why, why Meaning, meaning what the enemy couldn't come against her. Remember, not even Haman knew who she was. So why was she so beautiful? Why was she so, so, so uh, uh, adored? Why was she so favored? Right? Why? Now, now I want you to read Esther 12, 14. Now I normally go to, you know, just a heads up. I read from the new King James version, but this particular one, when I wanted to do the, the message version and it says, it says, so when Hate that told Mordecai what Esther had said. Mordecai sent her this message. Don't think that just because you live in the king's house, you're the one Jew who will get out of this alive. If you persist in staying silent at a time like this, help and deliverance will arrive for the Jews from someplace else, but you and your family will be wiped out. Who knows? Maybe you were made queen for just such a time as this. And this is Esther 12 verse 14. Oh, excuse me. Um, twelve fourteen, the message uh version. So the purpose of this entire um influence, the purpose of the, the the reason why she received all this favor is because one day, one day she was going to have to use it for the glory of God. See, the Lord allowed her to, to be beautiful, right? Did even the the whole year of uh of 
the, the beautification process, right? The Lord allowed her to, to um, have so much favor with everybody who saw her. Imagine that many, there's evil people. So that means there were evil people who saw her and she had favor with evil people. The king was not no righteous king. She had favor with him. And he made her queen. He appointed her queen and she was the queen over all the provinces, right? And so the Lord gave her this favor because one day she was going to have to use it. Now fear, she could have allowed selfishness and fear to, um, to stop what the Lord was doing. She could allow selfishness to fear and be like, you know what? That ain't got nothing to do with me. I'm good. I'm beautiful. I'm the queen. I'm going to live my best life. But no, that is not the reason why the Lord gave her that favor. The favor was to save his people, his chosen people, because he knew there was an evil man on the way who was overcome by the devil. And the man was going to try to wipe out his people from all over those provinces. And it was in, it was, it wasn't just a super, it was in a town. It was a bunch of different countries and they were on a plot and plan to wipe out his people. And so he chose her. Now, at that time, she did not know. All she knew was that she had favor and she had. So that the question is, why do you want to be rich? You understand? The reason why Esther had all of this was for the purpose of God, was to save his children, was to save this, was to save his children from the hands of the enemy. Because obviously the, the reason why, you know, they were even into these lands was because of the disobedience of Israel, but that did not mean he did not love them, right? And so he, God knows ahead of time what was going to try to happen. So he appointed a person, he appointed this woman, right? Whom he knew he could trust. He appointed this woman with beauty and influence. She was a queen and she wasn't just a queen of a city over a, over countries. Okay. She was, so that's a, that is a high level of influence. That is a high level of supernatural favor to be such a queen like that. That is high level that people would pray to have that level of status, that level of wealth, that level of favor, that level of, of, of grace and beauty. But the question you have to ask yourself is why? Why do you want the finances? Why do you want the wealth? Why do you want the businesses? Why do you want the ministry? Why do you want it? What's the reason for it? Now, I'm not saying that, you know, you want it because, you know, you're, it, that it's not owed to you because you could very well, it's very well ordained for you to have, but make sure you ask the question. And because when you ask that type of question, it, it, it really uh, makes, makes, you know, it really, you know, it, it is a way to really seek God about it. And it helps you really see, okay, is there anything in me that will sabotage this blessing that will sabotage this purpose? Right. Okay. Because if Esther sabotaged herself, I mean, if Esther was not processed, if Esther had anything in her, the spirit of fear, the spirit of, of pride, the spirit of selfishness, any of that would have arose and she would have told her uncle Mordecai, I'm sorry, I am not helping y'all. They don't even know that I'm a Jew. I'm good. No one knows who I am. I'm a queen. The king loves, you know, the king loves me. The king is, he wants me and that, and there's that, Right. But that that's that would have first of all, that would have completely just her whole thing would have been wiped off. But you have to ask yourself why, you know, I spoke earlier about a real estate developer and the um, director of passion of the Christ. Like I said, I'm not naming any names, but I spoke I spoke of them because this is what kind of prompted me to even speak about this. I'll speak about the real estate developer first, the real estate developer. OK, she. um 
she uh, uh, just an inspiration, a woman of God, very inspiring. Her story is inspiring. But one thing about it is she has so much favor with government, with um, with 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 developmental towns. She has so I mean, wealth and riches are truly in her hand. You understand? Um, she is. Uh, she has favor, supernatural favor. She has gifts of the Holy Spirit. But we have to. But then there came a time, right, when now this 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 amazing person is now about to go into some deep trenches in in deep countries of Africa where it's known to be dangerous to do what she does best. Now, she easily could allow fear to stop her or the idea of I really don't have to do that. I could just stay where I'm at. This is where I'm comfortable at. And that's too much crime and stuff going on there. But no, why did God allow her to get this? Why did God God develop her with such with such favor, with such amazing things? Because there was going to come a time where it, where she was going to have to use that for the glory of God. Do you get what I'm saying? I'll talk about the director of the Passion of the Christ. Now, I don't know if you've ever read, watched that movie. If you've done, trust me, it's good. Don't, if you haven't, you know, I mean, if you have not watched it, it's really good. For me, it just, it just really like reminds me of how amazing and blessed and fortunate we are that we would have our Lord and Savior really down across that suffered for us the way that he did. But it was such an amazing movie. But the background of it, this director, before he was a director, he was an actor and he had so much favor in acting. He was paid very well. All right. He was paid very well, had so much favor, had a lot of pull in, in Hollywood. A lot of it. He was like that guy. He was that dude. You know what I'm saying? And so I imagine. And so when it was time now, you're going into a level in Hollywood where it's ran by people who are anti-Christ. All right. And so now you're trying to get the green light to do a movie called The Passion of the Christ. But the Lord, he had, there was a reason why he had that favor, because it was going to come a time where he was going. He was going to be alienated. OK, he was he was going to be cast out. Obviously, backlash or retaliation was going to hit him. You know what I'm saying? So there was going to come a time when this was going to happen. However, the Lord had gave him all the resources in Hollywood that he needed. The Lord had given him um, um the money that he needed. And so the fund, the budget was not that big. It was I believe. I mean, obviously, you know, Hollywood for us, it would be considered big. But for Hollywood, no, I believe it was around 20 million. Don't quote me. But it was not a huge and so you know he was it came this time but however he pushed through i can imagine the threats he may have received you're not just doing a movie you are doing a movie about how christ suffered for our sins and so he did it and now much like esther when she obeyed um when she obeyed the purpose of her life right um her the you know the jews in the land were saved and they were able to really just kind of take over right um, with this with this director, he had this small budget. Let's say it was twenty million. Ended up making about six hundred, maybe over. A, it, it may have even been a billion in sales, or anywhere between six hundred million to a billion in sales. But that, and imagine that level of profit he made. And then there are people whose lives were still touched. People may have got given their lives to God because of this movie. Do you get what I'm saying? 
Now, he could have easily said, I'm not doing this. I actually don't have no desire to do this. Yes, I love you, Father God, but I am not doing this. I don't want to do this. Um, I have other great, great movies. I, I'm, I know I'm the hot meal. I'm the hot ticket in town. But he obeyed God. And so you have to ask yourself, why do we want to be, why do you want to be rich? It's such a great question to really seek the Lord about. It's such a great question to be diligent about. Um because it, it because when you ask that question it actually just reminds us right as 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 children of God it reminds us that we were bought at a price that this that our that the whole reason why God has given us these things is not just for our own gain no it's for the glory of God it is to do the will of God and so you have to ask you have to seek the Lord I challenge you today to diligently seek God for why you want to be rich. For, or, if, or if there's other things you are seeking God for, diligently seek God as to the reason why. Ask the Lord to purify your soul. Ask the Lord to make your intentions righteous before him so that he may bless you. And so that when you get it, it won't be taken away. You understand? Um, you know, it's so important to do that because truly when you speak about richness in the Bible, it is not a lot, especially when Jesus spoke about it, it was not met with good things. But why is that? Because when somebody receives writ, um, riches and, and power, it can, it is not that easy to, to do the will of the Lord. Right. I remember, uh, um, a man of God said, you know, it's one thing when you have to tithe off of, um, $10,000, right. You know, you give me your 10%, Lord, here's a thousand. God bless. Thank you, Jesus. Right. It's another thing when you got a tithe off of $20 million. Right. Right. Are you going to still obey God? Right. And so you want to ask God. It's not a, it's not a, the, it's not a favorable, not meaning, meaning it's not maybe man's favorite thing to ask, but ask the Lord to process you so that when he gives you the blessing, you don't fumble the ball. You understand what I'm saying? When he gives you the blessing and it's time for you to tithe, it's time for you to be a blessing. It's time for you to use what the Lord has given you for the sake of his kingdom that you don't, that, that there's no demon of pride and no spirit of greed or self-righteousness or selfishness will enter to into and cause you to do the to go against the very reason why God even has you on this earth. Ooh, that's a word. You know what I'm saying? So it's really important. And of course, this is wifely wisdom. So I do want to um, just touch on marriage in this. That is, a, it's an important thing to, in marriage as well. What is the God? What God? What is your purpose for my marriage? This is a powerful question. I'll never forget. Um, my pastor has said this once and I was like, wow, because when the, when it gets a little tough, right? When no one is stirring, you have to be so rooted in the reason why you are married in the first place so that you're not moved so that you don't try to curse what God is blessing. So you're not speaking against what the Lord is doing. What is the father? What is the reason why I'm married? What is the purpose for this marriage? So that y'all not just live it anyhow. So it's not just haphazard doings in your marriage. What is the purpose of your marriage? Ask God to list all that he's willing to show you in this particular season. Ask God to show you so that when it's time to go forth, that you are being obedient to the will of God. That is so important. You know, it's such a, it's such an impactful, a meaty prayer to pray, but it is, a, it is a good prayer to pray so that when you are praying for wealth, when you are praying for, for, for finances, we are called to be kingdom financiers. If you are called to be kingdom financiers, you better make sure that when you get the finances, you are benefiting the kingdom. 
in the exact way that the Lord is saying, not over, not overdoing it because that is a thing, right? And certainly not underdoing it. But that you are doing exactly what the Lord is saying. I've heard women of God saying that these millionaires said that they had to empty out their bank account. Now, that could be cute if you got about 3000 in the bank and the Lord is saying, empty out your bank account. But what happens when there's millions in the bank? Do you, if you, can you boldly say right now that I will be so comfortable doing it? And that's okay because we're being honest with our father. So we're asking the Lord, Lord, purify me. Lord, Lord, make my intentions right. Deliver me from anything that will cause myself to be a stumbling block. You, you understand what I'm saying? Because there's nothing wrong for asking for these things. But you want to make sure you are processed. You want to make sure your intentions are pure. You want to make sure it is truly forgiven God for the glory of God. It is truly for the purpose of his kingdom. It is truly for the benefit of his kingdom. You have to know that you know that I want to be, I want riches. I want wealth for the glory of God. The one thing, the, the, the beauty about our Lord and Savior, the beauty about our Abba, the beauty about our Father, in heaven is that he's not going to send it. He going, he not going to give us something that's going to send us to a straight way ticket to hell. If he knows that we battle with certain things, you need to Lord process me so that I won't, I won't fumble the ball process me. So, so that I don't, so that I don't drop what you're doing process me so that when it comes time for me to cash this check, right? When it comes time to actually do what you've called me to do, you didn't, you didn't built me up. I'm feeling good. I, I have the cars. I have the money. I had a clothes. I have the fam, the, 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 the husband. I have the children. I'm in my ministry. It's flourishing. My businesses are thriving. I am, I'm, I'm a blessing. I'm not a bad person. I'm doing good for people. I have charities. I, I, I give to the church. I serve in my church. I, I pray, I praise you, God. But there's gonna come a time when the why why do you think I'm telling you? Why do you think the Lord something <laughs> why do you think the Lord is gonna call you? I'll give you an example. This is not, I, nobody that I know, but it's just let's just get use an example. Say there was a man, right? He's a basketball player. He is a basketball player, right? And then he, I mean. And he's I'm nice with the ball. The best basketball player. No one in history has ever been as good as him. He is a Christian, a devout Christian. He is a best. I'm not named. This is not about nobody. I'm just giving an example, right? He's in a devout Christian. He, he, he dines with Queens. He dines with Kings. He has charity events. The, um, the, the, the who's of the who are from all over the world. The dignified of the dignified comes and dines and sits. He has charity. He is the wealthy. I mean, it, it, it's, it will exceed the blow the mind of anybody that would know that he's probably a whole billionaire in his own right. Okay. And, 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 and he has so many connections, so many destiny connections. And one day the Lord, the Holy Ghost taps him on that shoulder and says, now I need you to go before the, the queen of this land and to warn them. Right. And to tell them that what they're doing is wrong and that they must establish a new order. Now, he has to be the one to do uh, 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 to tell them that a new order must be set in your whole land. He could easily be like, ah, mm, yeah, no. Right. But that, but the reason why he had the gift of playing basketball, the reason why he was gifted with the spirit of excellence, the reason why he had such favor.
The reason why he had such favor was because it wasn't for him. It wasn't just, you know, because he liked ball. Okay. So he loves to play basketball. Great. So he loves, he's a good person. Okay, cool. No, it was because there was going to come a time where all of that influence, all that favor that was placed in this basketball player, all those connections were going to be used to speak to a queen and an evil, wicked queen or evil, wicked king, right? For the sake of, of the souls that are in that land. And he was going to have to want to speak speak to them and to tell them what to do for as for, remember for such a time as this you understand going back to that word in Esther for such a time as this right and so we just want to make sure and, and, and also it's not just and you have to ask it's not about okay well I don't you know you can say well I don't really want to be rich I just want to have children that's still the question you have to ask why why do you want to have children? Why do you want to be prosperous? Why do you want to why do you want to um, buy a house? Why do you want to buy land? Why do you want to do it? Ask the Lord, ask yourself, ask the Lord, spend time with the father. Lord, what is the purpose? What is the purpose for me? Why? You know, and so that you make sure that it's all going to be to the glory of God. All going to be to the glory of God. All going to be to the glory of God. You understand? So, so this is so important. This is such a, such a thought invoking, um, episode, something to maybe even watch with your spouse. I mean, not watch, but listen to with your spouse. It's such a thought invoking episode. And I would recommend that, you know, to really take time and just really seek the Lord about it. Because, you know, we're in the season now when we're praying for, for things that, that the Lord is moving on our behalf. Don't get it twisted. We're playing. We're praying for for the mar- the great marriages. We're praying for the 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 wealth. We're praying for the the cars. We're praying for the vacations. We're praying for joy. We're praying for peace. We're praying for children. We're praying for businesses. We're praying for promotions. We're praying for these things. But you have to ask why. You have to ask yourself why so that when it comes time, when you get these things that you are a good steward over it, you know, you do not want, I mean, it's one thing for the Lord to take away, you got a thousand dollars and you didn't do it and the Lord took away, no, no, no. It's another thing when, you know, you mill, you a whole millionaire, you don't want the Lord to take that away. That, now that got to hurt. That got to sting, right? Ask the Lord, Lord, process me. Lord, do the good work. Processing does not feel good. Processing is not a good thing. However, at the end of the day, you want to go to heaven right? And the Lord tells us that it is not easy for a rich person to go. So if you're praying for something that is not easy and, and the, the end goal is heaven, you want the, you want to make sure that what you are praying for is going to make sure that is, you are still going to get into heaven. You understand? You want to make sure of it. And so my prayer is that I just pray that you all were blessed by this. Um, if this was a blessing to you in any way, please feel free to share. Um, also, follow me on social media on Instagram. Um, my handle is wifely. Um, is it wifely wisdom or is it wisdom wifely? Hold on, y'all. Is Wifely Wisdom one, the number one? Wifely Wisdom, the number one. Um, follow me. I have so much. Um, I have so much I want to want to discuss with you guys. Um, just stay tuned. I'm really excited. Um, but uh, yeah, definitely um, seek the Lord about what it is that I'm saying. Seek the Lord about um, why you want to be rich. Seek the Lord about what's the purpose of your marriage. Seek the Lord about why do you want this business. Seek the Lord about why these things and ask the Lord to process 
process you. Ask the Lord to deliver you from evil. Ask the Lord to do not lead me into temptation. Um, and so my prayer is that. And so I pray in the name of Jesus, Lord, that anyone under the sound of my voice, as they are diligently seeking you for breakthrough, as they are diligently seeking you for an, a new thing, as they are diligently seeking you, Father God, for 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 um, financial breakthrough, marital breakthrough, children breakthrough, um, family breakthrough, as they are diligently seeking you, Father God, for their business, as they are diligently seeking you, O oh Lord, I pray, God, that you will deliver them from every stumbling block, deliver them from every every hindrance, deliver them from every evil um, time release curse, deliver them from anything, Father, that will cause them to, 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 to fumble the ball, that will cause them to, to go backwards, that will cause them to go to hell in the name of Jesus, God. I pray, Father, that you will cover everyone under the sound of my voice with your mercy and your grace, God. I pray, Lord, that you will favor them so much, Father God, that you will that you will um, put accountability partners, much like Esther, that even when she thought about not doing it, that she had an uncle named Mordecai who reminded her that if you don't do this, the Lord will send us help. But as for you, you're out of here. So Father, in the name of Jesus, my prayer is that you will send them accountability partners who will keep them on the right path, God. Wise counsel, Father God. I pray for angelic assistance. Holy Ghost, you be their counsel, God. Let them not. I pray, Father God, as you are blessed, them, Lord. I send this prayer ahead of them, even from now, God, that when they get the blessing, God, that when you have finally called them to use it for your glory, God, that to do something that they would not be comfortable with, Father God. Holy Ghost, I ask you to cover them that day and to and to speak to them so seriously and to make it so, so plain that they will know that it was you in the mighty name of Jesus, God. I come against every spirit of fear that would try to land in the future. I come against every spirit of pride. I, I I come against every spirit of rebellion. I come against every spirit of greed. I come against every spirit of selfishness in the name of Jesus, God. I pray that everyone at the sound of my voice will really, when they get the breakthrough, they will obey you. I lose obedience to the Lord. I lose obedience to the Lord. I, if we were bought by you, God, may we do what you have called us to do in this earth. And that is to glorify you with our body, with everything that you have given us. In the mighty matchless name of Jesus, I pray Amen. And so I pray, Lord, I pray that you were all blessed by this. I really do. And, you know, like I said, this was, you know, our lives are not our own, but this is really for believers, you know, um, you know, we were bought by the blood of Jesus. So there's certain things that we really just have the supernatural advantage of doing. Um, we can really, truly, we, we, we walk, there's certain things that we have. There's certain, just like, much like Esther, much like um, the, 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 the real estate developer, even the director, you know, there was a grace that we were under. You understand? And so um, it's important to... Um, it's important to know that. And I say that to say that if you have not given your life to Christ, if you have not accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, I really want you to, I really want to invite you to do so. Understand that the Lord, he, you are his son. You are his daughter. You are, although you are still, you are a lost son, but you are still his son and his daughter. And he is waiting for you to come home. I, I was just reading, um, 
I believe it was Luke 15. And I just felt the heart of the Lord towards his lost sheep, towards his lost son, towards his, his, his children who he wants home so bad. And he wants you home. He has such good plans for you. He had, there is such protection from you for you when you are home. There's inheritance for you when you are home. And so I ask you, I pray that, 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 that you will be, that it will prick your heart and that you will, if you know that you have not accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, or maybe you may have and then may have gotten into, into some dark arts and so occultic practices and you are ready to come back home kind of like the prodigal son understand the lord loves you it don't matter what you have done i really don't care i i could that too right that part too i don't care what it is the lord wants you home and so i want you to say this prayer with me um and please uh say this prayer with me if you have said this after we say this prayer I want you to, 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 you can DM me, you can email me um, at wifelywisdom, the number one at gmail.com or DM me on Instagram. I would love to, to just reach out to you and chat with you and just to kind of help get you started um, on this amazing journey. And so I repeat after me, Lord Jesus, for too long, I kept you out of my life. I know that I'm a sinner and that I cannot save myself. No longer will I close the door when I hear you knocking. By faith, I gratefully receive your gift of salvation. I am ready to trust you as my Lord and Savior. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for coming to earth. I believe you are the Son of God who died on the cross for my sins and rose from the dead on the third day. Thank you for bearing my sins and giving me the gift of eternal life. I believe your words are true. Come into my heart, Lord Jesus, and be my savior. I accept you now, Lord. In Jesus name. Amen. And so if you've prayed this prayer, the head. Oh, God is rejoicing. You have made your father the most happiest father in the whole wide universe. Okay, the, the Bible says that he said, I don't one soul that has been saved that has come back to me is better than uh, 99 of them. That's just that that's already said he, he, he is thankful. Right. There's a celebration being prepared just for you. And so I just encourage you to be in good chair and to please reach out to me as well. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. And um, look out for my next episode. I also may come on Clubhouse either tomorrow you know, or tonight. I'm not sure. But um, just to really talk more about this to see how you guys feel about it. But God bless you all. And I will speak to you soon. Bye.